0: rumble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in, in the end zone? It is
1: caught for the win! Welcome to episode 66 of the Average Cheese Podcast. I'm Dale Lobel. Todd Widener is here with me. Again, no Peter. So there goes all the listeners. You may run now. If you listen for like 15 more seconds, though, then we'll get the actual listen on Spotify. And then you know we appreciate that. Just stick stick around. Let's just sit here in silence for 10, 10 more seconds. Dangle the carrot a little while longer. See if we can get what we need. Because this is episode 66. And of course, it's the Ray Nitschke episode. Todd and I won't even dive into it about Ray Nitschke. Hopefully, Peter, you are feeling well because he got his booster shot today.
0: The booster is supposed to kind of knock you on your ass, right?
1: Which is strange. So my daughter works for Walgreens and they give those shots. If you are immunocompromised, I'm sure that's wrong. I'm sure I said that wrong. But if your immune system is shit already, they give you the full dose. But if you aren't, thank you for taking care of me, by the way. And if you aren't, then you get a smaller dose. Like a, a weekend dose, so I don't know why people are having complications from the booster, but they are. Thanks to Rhonda and the folks at RNA management and thanks to Dwight at DDGCustoms.com. I have put a shoe update on the Twitters.: I saw that. Yeah, and it's even farther. So he sent me another picture today. Oh, really? One of the shoes even further along. So I will put that on the Twitters also. I'm hoping to have them done, or Dwight is hoping to have them done by the end of next week so we can get them to Denise by Christmas. So that would be super cool. Oh,
0: that would be nice. Yeah, that will be perfect timing. Absolutely. Yeah, they look cool. I I didn't really realize. It it looks like he's got, like, his own shop going on there. He does. Yeah. That is cool. He actually takes them apart, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I shouldn't even pretend like I know what he does because it's something that I am nowhere near as far as skill level. I would just fuck them all up. Yeah. And that quarter that you heard hit the jar, of course, is for Habitat for Humanity, where Todd and I will cuss and make money for charity, which is what we always do. We can be found at ADG Cheese and Twitter. There are 744 of you following us, so thank you for following us. We have all of a sudden rocketed up must be because Todd is now taking over director of social media job.
0: Uh, interim. I already <laughs> have a couple titles. I do. I have
1: it's a couple you of fits. Titles. You wear it. Well, but yeah, all of a sudden Todd starts taking an active role in social media and we rise up the charts. So I think you should take it over. Just saying. You can also find us on Facebook and you can email us avgcheese at gmail.com. And someday soon, like we said before, Peter will build us a website and we'll be there. We'll tell you what that address is when we get there.
0: We should do a a T-shirt for the
1: thousandth follower. Absolutely, we will. I'm glad you said that. I just got the email that our shirts are in. So do your rant. I will be reaching out to you. And Jack, I will reach out to you. Two folks have already said like, hey, we'd like one of those shirts. So as soon as I have them in hand, I will send you a direct message on Twitter. And we will get that ball rolling.
0: We've got people who want shirts. Yeah. All right. Maybe we got people. Maybe we're going right the right place now. So the right got, direction.
1: Yes, we are going in the right direction. We have awesome people that follow and listen to us, so we will get them swag. I also told Jamie Cheesebutt that I would send her a shirt, thanking her for helping us with our shoe raffles, so I will send one out to her. Awesome. And then we got plenty more. So if you want one, let me know. Send us a message. So first of all, before we talk football, I don't know. I know this is a football podcast, but one of my wrestlers passed away. And we had the funeral for him on Saturday. So rest in peace to you, Jamal. I'll just say this, a couple of things. One, if you are struggling, and I'm not saying that I know what happened with Jamal directly, but folks, if you're struggling, go get help if you can. Our planet is better with you on it than with you not on it. And I hope that if you are struggling, you can get the help that you need. And the other thing is a little bit on a positive side, I have never been to a funeral that was of an African-American person. And I will tell you that I want my funeral to be more like that (laughs) than most of the funerals that I've been to, because it's more of a celebration of life, like the music's playing, they had dancing and stuff like it's way more of a celebration, at least for Jamal's funerals. It just was really cool that it was such a celebration of a young man rather than this morose really down couple of hours. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. But rest in peace to you, Jamal. And uh, thank you for all the folks that showed up. <laughs> now everybody's fucking gone, right? Oh, yeah, we're talking about funerals and stuff. So let's talk football, though. Do it. Did you watch the Vikings-Lions game? I No, I would never watch such
0: garbage. But I did see <laughs> whatever like- highlights they pulled from that game, I did watch. And then I laughed.
1: So I did watch it. I watched the back half of it. I turned it on. I was working that day and I turned it on and it was 20 to six lions. And I immediately, of course, went to Twitter to make fun of our friends, JB. And this other guy that I follow on Twitter, that is a teacher and Vikings fan and had to make fun of them immediately. Because really, you're down 20 to six to the the no win lions. Yeah. Awesome. That's, and to lose to them on a last second pass yep. with a really ugly Jared Goff is terrible. It's hard to watch him.
0: Yeah, the Rams I remember when we were way back when we were we were evaluating that trade and we we're trying to see who got the upper I mean, God, it couldn't be a clearer who got the who got the better. the better end of that deal,
1: man. Even with Stafford playing as poorly as he has lately, he's still way better yeah. quarterback than Jared Goff. I mean, terrible. It, it really is. Like, they just can't get out of their own way. It's like the 70s Packers where you're just like, oh, they're going to make a mistake at some point. You can almost book it. Yeah.
0: Williams, uh, I think Williams is like the lead back now. Isn't he? he did carry the ball more. Swift is out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, there's no, you know, like on Johnson, they cut him. Jamar Jefferson got a snap or two I saw in that game. But, yeah, it looks like Jamal Williams is the man. And he fumbled for the first time in his career. Oh, did he? Yeah, they didn't lose that fumble, but it was his first fumble. 744 carries or something, finally fumbled. They kept the ball, but, yeah.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Good for him, though. I mean, he's he's in the spotlight. He's in the number one spot. Not that they're going to do shit this year, but
1: right. I mean, they probably won't win another still, at the end of
0: the day, still in the Lions locker room and that sucks.
1: Yeah. It's got to be hard, right? To go from a locker room where guys are getting ready to go to the playoffs and compared to yeah. guys that are getting ready to go golfing in a couple of weeks,
0: uh-huh.
1: you know, trying to figure out what their next moves are like, where are they going to off season and go relax and party? Yeah, poor Jamal. Yeah, and JB attacked me on Twitter, by the way, just because I made fun of him. You know, it's like, dang, dude. You of the, the Vikings or the or... – Yeah, JB, the Vikings podcast, the Blunt Norse Trauma podcast. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I get a chance to laugh at you. When you're losing to a winless team, you should be able to take that shit and happily eat it because your team sucks. And how did you beat the Packers? I have no idea.
0: Well, you yeah, have Mason Crosby as a kicker.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We're not doing that again today, are we?
0: (laughs) I had to throw something in. I mean, I had to throw something in. Even on the bye week, I had to throw something in.
1: And Marcy has now turned the podcast off because she gets angry every time we beat up on her side guy, Mason Crosby. Still? Come on. He didn't even suck this weekend. Yeah, he was perfect this weekend. He had a solid effort this weekend. Speaking of weird games like the Lions Vikings, the Patriots and the Bills played in an absolute monsoon, at least before the game. It was just coming down and buckets. Yeah, that was that was crazy. They play all the time. They only cancel a game when there's lightning. Is that that seemed to be right to you? I would think so. That would be the only one thing that I've ever seen. Remember
0: years and years ago there was like that fog out game where you couldn't see the game. Didn't they play that game though? They played it. Yeah. I yeah. Can't where the hell that was. I want to say it was Eagles, Bears, no? I wanted to say that the Bears were involved. I, I don't know why it rings a bell. Could it have been Soldier Field?
1: Could have been. That I don't know. I just remember I'm
0: I'm almost positive it was a Monday night game and it, it was like it was like watching just complete f- Whiteout on your television, like you couldn't see shit. I don't know. Yeah, they don't really cancel for any other reason. I would, I would assume that the weather, something that could cause a severe threat to people in the stadium or players, would be a cancel. But other than that, they always play.
1: Mac Jones threw three passes in this game. Yeah, he had one in the first half. Yeah, he was two of three for nineteen yards, long of twelve. They won. The Quarterback game. rating of eighty-four. How yeah. is that even fucking possible? They won. That's all that matters. Are they the best team in the AFC? Record-wise? I'm just saying best team. Like, I don't know what the record is. You start to look at it. The Bills were supposed to be a really good football team. They don't seem to be very good. Are the Chiefs good? I mean, are they the best? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think any of them are very good. I mean, quite honestly. I mean, the Patriots have come on in the second half of the season, obviously. Belichick kind of got the ship back on course.
1: Mac coaching. Jones isn't
0: isn't bad for a rookie. I mean, let's be honest. Mac Jones isn't terrible. I didn't he think he got was off to a shaky done. start. He got off to a shaky start, but yeah,
1: but he's a rookie, right? Yeah, we so can't expect that. I just pulled up the NFL power rankings on CBS. <laughs> nice. What do you think is the top team in the NFL according to CBS? Oh Tampa Bay. You would think, right, that it would be the Tampa Bay. So the top dog right now is a team that the Green Bay Packers have already beaten. All oh, Cardinals. Yeah. Now they have a 10 and 2 record. So that's the right. best record in the league. Are they the best team in the league? I don't know. It's hard to say that a team that is below you, hard to put the Packers below when they beat them head to head. Regardless yeah. of record. But I we, guess it's power rankings, right and not Yeah, we beat them on their home turf with like half half strength squad. Yeah.
0: Backups. Yes. I don't know how, I don't know where they're getting that from other than the record, right? They have the best record in the NFL,
1: but I'm looking at this. So it's, it's power ranking. So, right.
0: so there is other data that they're crunching.
1: Right. And it should be more than just records. So the Packers are two, the Buccaneers are three. And then the first team in the AFC is the nine and four Patriots.
0: Nine and then four, I didn't realize they're nine and four. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Which is way better than you'd expect. Right with a rookie quarterback, and there aren't a whole lot of big name talent players on that roster. There's no TJ Watts, there's no Patrick Mahomes, no Aaron Rodgers. Like, there's no guys like that on that roster.
0: That's what Belichick does. I mean, his credit specialty, right? Coaches him up. He does that's his gift.
1: Like, you don't see a Patriots team often beat themselves, they just do their thing really good, you know, play good football, solid football. And rounding out the top five is the Chiefs at 8-4, and four, so we need to stop there. But I just thought it was interesting that the top three teams, according to CBS, are all in the NFC. Then it's the Patriots and the Chiefs. We can talk about who scares you later. We've already beaten the top team. We need to see what we can do with the Buccaneers. They don't look like the same team they were last year.
0: I don't think so either. I mean, I think the biggest difference is the securing the home field in the playoffs.
1: That's what's going to be the key this year.
0: I don't want to go down to Tampa Bay and have to play the NFC Championship down there.
1: So I would rather not play it there as well. But nice I mean, and
0: cold and
1: fucking snowy
0: in Green Bay. That's what we need.
1: We're built for that, right? Because the Bucks are primarily a throwing team. We get all of our guys back healthy off to the Super Bowl. Before we talk about Packer injuries and, and that update, Aaron Jones nominated for NFL. Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Now you and I have said this before. We we think he's an awesome dude as well as an awesome player. Mark Murphy nominated him.
0: I, I didn't really understand that every team nominates one person, but that's cool, man. It's it's a it's a big honor I think to even be nominated, right? I mean, agreed. Amongst your peers, amongst in in your community, your team. I mean, that's that's a huge honor. Right? He he does a lot of work. I read a little bit about it. Does a lot of charity work. A lot of stuff with kids kids with cancer and stuff like that. So what
1: a good No, The NFL doesn't do a great job. Now they have this man of the year award, but they don't do a very good job of publicizing all the positive things that NFL players do because the media is going to run with the Antonio Brown falsifying his COVID thing and the (laughs) Aaron Rodgers mess. And, you know, they try the, the negative stories, get more play, Oh, the course. NFL needs to get out front with that. They
0: sell more. Sure. Negative stuff and you know, bad stuff sells better than the, than the good stuff.
1: But if the NFL told Fox you're going to start showing man of the year guy, like candidates or nominees on your show, like start putting in 60 minutes, six sorry, 60 second, 60 second segments on man of the year guys, th- the NFL could basically force them to do it, I think. Why? Why yeah. couldn't they? They have so much stupid shit in the pregames.
0: I yeah, can't there's plenty that. of times. Yeah. I mean, talking about the dumbest shit sometimes, like at least just, you know, do a thing on each one of the people who are nominated for Man of the Year Award. 100%.
1: There's
0: only 32 of them. The NFL robot dancing around and all kinds of stuff, man. Exactly. I
1: can't stand that fucking robot. You, what are there, what, 5 weeks stuff? Yeah. You could do spread it out over four weeks, and it'd be what five minutes a week over the whole Sunday. Easily done. Like there's no reason they couldn't do it, and they should. I just dropped a and I said "fuck" for something. and then I said it
0: again. So, all right.
1: That's it for no right.
0: reason at all. I know I'm like losing money here, dropping my quarters, swearing but for dropping my quarters.
1: And the last slice we have is uh, Jonathan Taylor. I know this is not Packer related, but Jonathan Taylor, former Wisconsin running back, is really playing amazing football right now. I think they figured out if they use Jonathan Taylor and not rely on Carson Wentz, they're going to win more football games that way.
0: I thought when he was drafted, I thought, man, he's going to be a star in this league. And then he kind of disappeared for a little bit. And so, I mean, him having a breakout season this year isn't. It's not a big surprise to me, actually, considering the the type of back he is and stuff. I I always thought he was like a huge talent. Like you said, they they kind of just figured it out. Like, oh yeah, we got this. 1,300 yards already, or something crazy.
1: They're seven and six, also. So Tennessee has really played poorly lately. So I mean, maybe that's a race again. You know, with Indianapolis playing good and they play good defense too. Run the ball and play good defense. There's There's something to be said there. We'll see. But I was thinking about, I was going to put this on Twitter and put a poll out there. After Jonathan Taylor, there's a lot of Wisconsin running backs that have gone into the NFL lately Melvin Gordon, White, Ron Dane, Michael Bennett back in the day was a Viking, Uh, Anthony Davis. I think John Clay sniffed the NFL for 30 seconds or so. Like, there's a lot of Wisconsin running backs that have played in yeah. the NFL. After Jonathan Taylor, who does maybe it's Melvin Gordon? James White would be the next best Wisconsin running back to come out.
0: Gordon was pretty, he had, he had a pretty good run there. I mean,
1: he's on the downside of his career already. For sure. James White, you know, was like a fourth-round pick. To the patriots but he's was he's a super bowl champ should have been super bowl mvp in that one i can't remember what year it was i can't remember but he he should have won the mvp that year jonathan taylor's by far the best wisconsin running back if you start to go down the list but there's been a lot of wisconsin running backs that are played in the nfl and he's almost got 1400 yards like you said i think he's at yeah. like 1350 or something right now he got a lot of
0: touchdowns too
1: 16 touchdowns
0: he's probably in the running for mvp i would imagine he's got to be he up should there be. He's got to be up there in at least the top five, I would think.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he really should be, right? I mean, if he goes off, he could cl- be close to two thousand. That game that Josh Allen just had,
0: he had a shit game because of the conditions and everything. Yeah, he's out, right? But that well, I'm just saying, like that, you know, that moves Rogers even closer potentially as far as his chances are. That was kind of good.
1: Yeah, Jonathan Taylor moves up the list. Aaron Rodgers has to be easily number two, and he's stuck there for sure. Now Allen is out of the picture. Kind of yeah. like when Russell Wilson last year all of a sudden just started shit yeah. down his leg. When he but was... It's its, it's going to be close because Rodgers has to string together. Right? What What's the Packers record? Jesus Christ, I can't remember. Nine and three? That's 12. Yeah. They got five games left, don't they? Yeah,
0: he's got to put together like some good stats, some solid stats.
1: All right, so let's awesome. move on. So we're going to preview. There's no game to review, which is a little bit weird. We're going to preview Packers and Bears. It's the most storied rivalry, right, of all, maybe in all of sports. I have a holiday
0: message for the Bears, you for do? all the Bears fans. I do. Okay. It goes like this. It's very, it's very subtle. very Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh- the Bears. The end. That was yeah. beautiful. I i rehearsed it, obviously, and uh, it's an original by The Average Cheese. Very nice. Maybe yeah. we'll have a soundtrack with <laughs> Fuck the Bears. Christmas. We're like
1: zero doinks. We now got music on our podcast. It's, it's spectacular.
0: Yes. You should come I up with that coming. It came week. across pretty good, huh? Yeah, I felt, I guess, it was clearly rehearsed. Yeah. I've been working on it, you know, all my free time. I can tell a yeah. very proud moment. And fuck the bears.
1: <laughs> so Packers bears history, the Packers lead because they've basically dominated the last two decades after the bears had a huge lead, right? A huge lead in the series from basically the beginning. I know that the Packers pulled back at, you know, in the sixties, and but there's been a lot of decades where the Packers were definitely on the wrong side of this whole rivalry. Is it a rivalry? I mean, it is, right, historically. But, like, the Packers haven't lost, what, two games against the Bears since when? Like, 2005, 2006, something like that? Like, the Bears haven't swept the Packers in forever. If only I could look these things up. Two thousand. Seven was the last time the Bears won both games against the Packers. They did it in two thousand seven. They won three games in a row: two thousand five twice, and then two thousand six, the first game against the Packers. So, hmm. some dark years. Yeah, some one and a half dark years. Well, the Packers have won the last five games in a row, and like seventeen of the last twenty, something yeah. like that. Like it's a stupid number.
0: It's weird. I always go back and forth between. I'm like, you know, as it gets closer to like playing the Vikings during the year, I'm like, start to question how much I do hate the Bears because I'm like, maybe I hate the Vikings more. I do. And then, yeah, but then when it goes back to you know playing the Bears, it starts getting close to playing the Bears again. I'm like, no, no, no. I it, it's clear. I fucking hate the Bears. Okay. Really do. Fuck the Bears. I really do. It, it it all becomes very clear to me for some reason.
1: If you look at this current Bears roster, though, first of all, who's going to play quarterback on Sunday? Is it Justin Fields with his broken ribs because or bruised ribs or whatever it is? Because he's questionable. And then Andy Dalton is also questionable for Sunday. Maybe it's Nick Foles. Back I up to be. the backup That's crazy. That fools is yeah third. third string quarterback. He's likely the best third string quarterback in all football, right? Is he a
0: Super Bowl winner? Yes. He's a Super Bowl fucking quarterback, man.
1: Yeah. Third string in Chicago. Up to a fucking right. carrot top and a rookie. Right. Well, right. Wouldn't you think? So, again, we love Ryan Pace, the GM of the Chicago Bears, as much as we love Nagy, the coach. But shouldn't you try to deal Nick Foles? Why? Why is he sitting on your bench making that much money? I don't think they can get anything for him. To you be, you don't think? Totally Granted, he's a backup still. Yeah, they might
0: think there's more value in the offseason.
1: I guess like the need, like Garrett Minshew, quarterback the Eagles. He, he yeah. started for the Eagles instead of Jalen Hurts. Like, I saw that. Okay, that's a. That's a guy that started NFL games. But you look at the Packers, like the pack, I and mean, I know they're not dealing him to the Packers. I'm not saying that. But with Jordan Love going down, you know, Kurt Benkert moves up, and then you have to pull a guy from somewhere, right, as your third quarterback. You have to do that, don't you? So why not? No other team has any needs at quarterback is what I'm saying. Like, no other team would could use a backup. Speaking of Love. What the fuck's his problem? He's hanging around Aaron Rodgers. I can't. You know what?
0: Aaron Rodgers could get away with whatever. I don't care. He got co- I don't care. Love, no. Like, your job is to run the offense when the man has a broken pinky toe. Like, you're supposed to be getting the guy's reps, and you can't even fucking do that.
1: Come on, man. Fail. So, is Nick Foles better than Danny Etling? who the Packers signed to the practice squad today. Why did they sign?
0: Who the fuck is that guy?
1: Well, when you only have Kurt Benkert as your backup and he has (laughs) to be brought up, I guess they thought, why not put another quarterback on the roster? He was in the Canadian football. I was
0: just going to say, he has to come from the CFO. He
1: says he started his career at Purdue, transferred to LSU, was selected in the seventh round by the Patriots, they try to convert him to a wide receiver. That's the death knell no yeah. of your career. Never, never works. I mean, to be fair, those dudes make, what, $16,000 a week or whatever it is? I mean, it's not I a guess. bad gig. But for how long? But who cares? I guess. If he stays on the practice squad for five weeks, he makes the same amount of money that Dale makes as a teacher. He won't have to do a goddamn thing and still make $80,000. But he probably won't be because love will come off. And Etling will go Yeah, live. He's just there for reps, right? I would assume so. So Kurt Bankert's yeah. arm doesn't fall off. But Rod- Rogers hasn't been practicing
0: in like three weeks because of his toe.
1: Yeah. Gotta have
0: the girlfriend pack his toe with some fucking clay. <laughs> right? Instead of eating all the fucking clay. Some <laughs> pack herbal.
1: Yeah, some herbal cure, maybe yeah. some incense or some essential oils, and then all of a sudden Aaron's toe is fixed.
0: Yeah get that thing completely engulfed in clay man Pack up his
1: foot in a big thing of clay like it's... yeah
0: a, cl- <laughs> a, a clay a clay boot right walk around on a fix clay everything
1: boot. all the toxins will come out of his freaking foot clay boots there you go weed and wear a clay boot done yeah i feel like that's the answer for all of aaron Rodgers' problems <laughs> At least we think we're funny. Oh, yeah. So if you look at their depth chart, the Bears depth chart, David Montgomery, well, he he must be back now because, I mean, he played well last week. He got like 8 million fantasy points for, for Mars, which I'm now in second. He's not a go-to fantasy. He, he's not going to do shit in this game. No, uh, probably not because they're trash. Man, I'm going through the quarters. Jesus. Yeah, you are. You're swearing a lot today. Tariq Cohen, did he just give up on football? Remember Tariq Cohen, little guy? Yeah like third down back type. Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. I know he has like an ACL or a knee injury, but I don't think he is going to be back. And why would you? Like, nah, I think I'll just sit out the rest of the year, get healthy. I don't want to get beat up for this shit football team. Like, we're we're not going anywhere anyway. I don't blame Kind
0: of, kind of off topic, but I was just thinking, like, you know, for this game, when it's on the schedule, all the state police – Between the border and like Racine, right? Are just like, yep, they're coming north. Those fucking dumbasses, and they never learn they're gonna be speeding. They're gonna be doing 75, 80 miles an hour, and it's just gonna be, they're just gonna start clobbering them. And on the way back,
1: So uh, I didn't know this. My daughter goes to Carthage, right? So which is close to the Illinois border. She has a bunch of friends that are from Illinois that she goes to school with. So maybe she's wrong about this, but she said that Illinois people come up and they're like, whoa, we can drive 70 from what I understand near Chicago that never gets above 65 miles an hour for a speed limit. So they come up here and they're doing 90 because they're like, "Well, we can do 70 or whatever, so.
0: Dude, I, I used to drive, okay, when, when I lived in that shithole, I used to drive that all the time, that, that stretch. And basically, by the time you go from about, you know, where the campus of Abbott Labs is, north all the way to the border, dude, if I would do, I, I would be doing like 80, maybe sometimes even 85, but usually around like 80. And I'm getting, people are flying by you. I mean, if you're not doing 100, you're not keeping up. That maybe. stretch of the highway is just pure insanity. It's like that every fucking time. <laughs> and then they keep on going across the border. and The, sleeping, the, border the state patrol up. is just sitting there like, you fucking dumbasses. Because every time, every time you see someone pulled over, to have an Illinois plate. Fibs. All over the place, pulled
1: over. So back to their roster, Allen Robinson, questionable. Marquise Goodwin, questionable. Darnell Mooney killed the Packers last year. So Darnell Mooney, I guess, is their threat because Allen Robinson hasn't really been the big threat. that I, I At least I expected him to be. And with Andy Dalton throwing on the ball, Andy Dalton can't throw up more than 20 yards anymore. Yeah, he sucks. I'm actually hoping that Dalton – What's playing? the weather going to be like? It's supposed to be pretty good, actually. He's supposed to be in the 40s Oh, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. it'll be a factor. But
0: I, I, they're going to get their asses kicked. I mean, th- this is going to be just a bulldoze of a game,
1: I think. think so. Yeah. I'm going to go
0: Packers 34, Bears 10.
1: Packers mm-hmm. 34, Bears 10. Wow. Yeah. You wonder, right, if the Bears are starting to throttle yeah. down. Because, you know, like Akeem Hicks – where has he been? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where has he been? Roquan Smith was hurt. Like, I don't know. I don't... Nagy
0: can't survive the, you know, the offseason. There's no way. No. I mean, there's absolutely no way. I know that I read somewhere that they can't fire the coach during the season. They, they get... can. They just don't. don't the Bears don't get do in some, some contract or something in the organization. when In the organization. But they can't.
1: With the Bears? Because Mike McCarthy got fired in season. So you're saying the Bears have something. The Bears
0: organization have a clause where you can't, the head coach cannot be fired
1: during the season, I believe. Well, they should have fired both Pace and Nagy after last season, but whatever. They're not the shit organization that the Redskins or the the footballs are, but they're, they're pretty inept. I mean, they just seem to stumble all over. I guess it's not
0: out of the realm of possibilities to pull Pettin out of the box.
1: Please from... let that happen. <laughs> Wouldn't it? You no, know, it would have been great. Oh, if, man, they might do it. Who knows? If Nagy would have gotten fired on Thanksgiving and Mike Pettin would have been the head coach, spectacular.
0: It still could happen, is my point. But it's, I meant
1: for this Packers game. Yeah. Oh, that would have been beautiful. That would have been awesome. Anyway. Yeah. I'll give my score prediction too. I I don't think I think because of the relative cold, I think the Packers will score 27 27
0: to 10 Packers. I cannot hmm. wait. Fuck the Bears. I got to say it one more
1: time. Can they just blow this game out early and coast? I would love that. I wonder if the three are going to come back. Bakhtiari, um
0: Alexander and Smith. I mean, I want I mean we talked about it last show, wonder not that's gotta be this part of the consideration right whether they're whether they're a green light or not kind of doesn't matter. Er on the side of caution, like you could probably win this game without them and give them that extra time for rest and repair and recovery and Part of me says, no, I just want to see them back. They've been winning games without' them against much better teams. I mean, you're at home the bears are have are just a disaster.
1: It's unnecessary, right? Do you put them out there and Maybe put them in harm's way when you really shouldn't have to. You being the Cardinals. You Win against the Rams was a big win. You didn't have your number one squad out there either. Maybe they just come in like kind of like what they did with Jones
0: coming off of his injury. His injury wasn't significant, obviously, in comparison to these three. But maybe, maybe they just get reps in this game. Maybe you see Alexander and for you know, and obviously Smith can. There's plenty of guys to rotate. So.
1: But they haven't even come back to practice yet. You know what I mean? Like not full on, yeah, full padded practice. So I don't I don't see that. Because you then play. So if the Packers win and the Bears and the Vikings, well, the Packers will beat the Bears, so that would be the Bears losing. Yeah. But if the Vikings lose, then they're both five and eight, and the Packers are 10 and 3. They've already won the division at that point. Yeah. It is impossible for them to lose the division if they win this game. So they clinched the division with a Packer win and a Viking loss. Yeah, those shirts should be be getting printed. Print them out. Yeah. Start printing them. Who are the Vikings playing? Yeah, I don't know. But the Packers do have to play Baltimore and Cleveland after this. And I don't know that you wanna you know it'd be nice to get again get reps for our guys in games where they might be needed. I would
0: say probably. Sit them for the Bears week. But then you have to really, like, we, we have to get home field advantage. That's what we have to play for after that. And
1: then put everybody in and go for it. The Vikings play the Steelers this week. Uh-huh. All right. The feeling went out of uh-huh. that game with the first quarter or whatever. Yeah. Got injury. me like zero for fucking fantasy. I took, like, la- <laughs> I'm not going to
0: mention how bad it was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I also lost this week in fantasy, so. I understand. And I'm now in second place to Marcy. So as she's listening to this. All right. So thanks for listening to episode 66, the Ray Nitschke episode of The Average Cheese in... Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.